Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Hello and thank you for joining us on another episode. We'd like to thank all of you for continually uh, showing support and love. We know that without you, um, this podcast would not be possible. Uh, myself and Pete um, had an interesting week, but nonetheless, we're here. And we hope that you all, through whatever challenges that you've gone through um, throughout this week, um, that it may just be a, a life-learning lesson um, for any um, other challenges that may present itself. And we know that challenges will always come, but through the challenges, let's always make sure that um, we believe that we can get through it as long as um, we make the effort and we don't allow the problem to get the best of us. Today's episode, very interesting. Last week, we talked about self-care. And this week, what's your love language? Mm-hmm. With the quote-unquote Valentine's Day coming mm-hmm. up, uh, we know a lot of you are looking forward to it. Some do celebrate, some don't. But either way, I feel like love is something that does exist. So we'll talk about your love language. A lot of people know theirs. A lot of, a lot of people don't. So it would be at least uh, something we can shine some lights on or exp- express it. Maybe, you know, after... After today, some people will look it up and find out what their love language is. At least it will help them knowing who they are and other people around them knowing who they are. So uh, let's see if we can get a little bit more into that. Mm-hmm. Ed, what, do you believe that love language exists? What is it in your perspective? And is that something that is useful? See, very interesting for, you know, topic in general. When I think of love, first of all, we know that love, in a sense, is, is universal. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some, it's touch. Mm-hmm. For some, it's um, um, attributes, mm-hmm. um, expressions, um, some form of gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for some, it's... Uh, quality time. Quality time, being understood. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you, you know, when, when you look back at the actual love language... Because again, when we think of it, it's just a way of how people express themselves exactly. or how they would want others to um, understand who they are and mm-hmm. what makes them happy. Exactly. Because what it is, love makes you happy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when you, we, when you look at, for those that have never um, looked at the primary love language mm-hmm. um, content, um, the ones that we know of is words of affirmation, Mm-hmm. I've heard of quality time, mm-hmm. acts of service, mm-hmm. um, what else, physical touch, mm-hmm. and also receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And it seems as if those five categories are what truly um, lead people to figuring it out, figuring out what it is that they enjoy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when I think of it, too, for me, I think it goes beyond that. You know, for some, you have to look at your childhood as well. Mm-hmm. Growing up, um, what was it like? What type of um, relationship um, did you see growing up? Did you see parents or did you see family where there was mm-hmm. physical, physical touch, hugging, mm-hmm. kissing? You know, and, and for you, you may look at that, embrace that, and you learn and believe that that's what love is. Exactly. Um, and some, 
I mean, as sad as, 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 sad as it may be, um, love can be looked at in a negative light, you know, where they've seen it. Mm -hmm. And it didn't leave a good memory. Yeah, yeah. For some, love may have meant, you know, family may always be working. No one's ever home. They're always constantly out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, and as long as I'm able to provide for you, that's what matters. Exactly. So, look, so, so for some people, love may have looked like someone always working, um, not necessarily spending time, mm -hmm. but like you said, it could be acts of gifts, you know. Yeah. Basically, some, some people would prefer a check over a hug and mm -hmm. others is vice versa. Mm -hmm. So to them, if you are not making money for us not to live on the street, you're not doing anything. But others, if you give them a hug every few minutes and let them know how much you care, that's really what's more important. Of course, we know there should be a balance. Mm -hmm. But for some people, one is more important than others. If they have to pick one over another, mm -hmm. based on what, how their life is going, mm -hmm. they would prefer one over another. And that's really what we're trying to get down to right now. As we go through each one of them one by one, we want to make sure that everybody understands what is your love language? So back to this question of love language, because I think that it's um, a very interesting um, um, uh, topic. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, myself and Pete, you know, maybe later on in, in, in this episode, we'll be able to share with you mm -hmm. a little bit of what we found um, after taking this quiz yeah. of the love language and mm -hmm. seeing if it really um, does um, um, speak you know, into what it is that we really like personally. Mm -hmm. But going back, I have a question, Pete, mm -hmm. regarding this love language and just love in general. Yeah. Are people, and this is a deep question, are people able to articulate? Can you articulate to someone what it is that you're looking for? Whether you are currently looking mm -hmm. to start, you know, are you looking for someone? Um, or if you are currently in a relationship, uh, are you able to express to someone else mm -hmm. what it is that makes you happy? Yeah, that's well, that's a, a, a hard question for for some people who are dealing with, like who if they're dealing with someone else mm -hmm. because there's okay there's two sides of this. Can someone really articulate what they really want, or can the other person really? express okay can they really use that information once they get it because what we were saying earlier some people um they find out about their love language and they take that information and use it for other people for example mm -hmm. if they are um if they say they, they like gifts all right uh and instead of them giving you know instead of they like gifts, so they demand that the person no they give other people gifts more than actually letting the person know I like gifts. Mm -hmm. But then later on, it bites them because they realize, okay, I, and I was never happy because I never really got anything I wanted in this whole relationship. Mm -hmm. So instead of really articulating, okay, yeah, I like gifts. And, uh, you know, it's not to say you're a gold digger, and some people mm -hmm. are, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but some people, little gifts, and it's not so much, for, for those who, whose love language are gifts, Based on what I read, it's not so much they want you to buy them a house or a car. It's just little things that you either made or you thought of them while you were somewhere that, you know, you bring them as a gift. Little things that makes them feel special. Mm -hmm. That's, the, you know, that's the type of gift we're talking about. For those whose love language is gifts, if you're misunderstood, if the guy didn't buy you a house or a car, it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. 
you also have to articulate exactly like we we're saying what you you know what you're looking for now if you want him to buy you a house or a car just because you might be a gold digger i mean yeah you would know that exists <laughs> so either way so the idea is or in order for you to articulate, you have to really sit down and break down, okay? Yes, what do you really like? How are you, uh, you know, what exactly makes you happy as an individual? That way, when you're with the other party, and you can express that and they can understand, okay, yeah, that information, the things that they do for you, but you also have to learn what they like. What is their love language? Otherwise, one side of the relationship will be happy, the other side will be miserable. And at the end of the day, you know what happens. So, mm-hmm. so the the point is, can they articulate themselves? Yes, you should be able to. If if you don't know, if you can't articulate, that means you never really found out what your love language is. You just pick something that sounded nice to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, you know, for those who really um, care to you know to to look it up and and figure out who they are in the first place, it will help any relationship. Yeah. If they, you know, because whether it's just friends or just a platonic relationship or if it's a romantic relationship. I think, you know, you, you made some good points, you know, especially with individuals that um, uh, may have a difficult time uh, sharing or articulating. And I think oftentimes when you don't know, you start looking at what the society mm-hmm. determines what love is. Exactly. And so you have never really, t- you've never taken the time to ask yourself, Mm-hmm. you know what is it you appreciate you actually start looking at what other people appreciate and mm-hmm. you try to utilize and use it for yourself but eventually after a week or two or even after you know it's a, it's a temporary fix but eventually you get tired of it mm-hmm. and so you go right back to now confused mm-hmm. um, upset angry again because you've never taken the time to truly understand what your love language is and also you know and we sort of touched on this a little bit in the beginning of this episode. Um, for some, you know, we, we, each and every one of us have um, a part of our parents. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, our character mm-hmm. and our um, uh, attributes come from those individuals. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's also important to really take the time to sit down and talk to our parents mm-hmm. and kind of get an idea of, um, what what are they like? Because again, you are a part of mm-hmm. them, your behaviors. You have a part of both people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's also important to really, when you sit down and you converse with them and you spend time, you really have an idea of, wow, you know, we do have certain things in common. Mm-hmm. And I think it also helps to determine mm-hmm. how to communicate or articulate what it is that, you know, you're looking for or what makes you truly and genuinely happy yeah as a matter of fact you know as you grow up you will notice some of these things around the parents see oh what do you have in common with your mom your dad you know because i happen to know i have a combination of my dad and my mom mm. because you know my, my mom's temperament personality when well, no, my dad's per, per temperament personality versus my mom's drive you know i have a combination of those two and i can see a little bit of it too in you know with, in my siblings so it's easy sort of to pick a knife you know sometimes you see something but you're not sure if you really picked that up from the parents and you would ask questions mm-hmm. ask them and you know what do you think i got that from and you know i have some stuff for my uncles too 
again, my, my father's uh, older brother, you know, I happen to have a lot of things in common with him. And, you know, it's just sometimes we don't, we might not necessarily uh, be able to figure out who we really are, but if we don't ask questions, we stay in the dark forever. Mm-hmm. Another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, on, by what you told earlier, the you know, a lot of people, if they don't figure out what they what they like, and then somebody does something, okay, based on what society says, this is a nice thing. I like this, but then it fades away. Mm-hmm. But then somebody else comes and says some, does something different, and then it come you like it, but then it fades away. So you, there you have so many confusion because so many things have been introduced to you and none of them stay. So you don't know who you really are. Mm-hmm. That's why it's always good to figure out who you are before you try to get involved with other people. Because once you do, then it's like two different people we have to deal with because you never know who you were in the first place mm-hmm. as a stranger to you and another person that comes into the picture. So now you're trying to you know, bounce both, or, both around and it makes... Sometimes it creates chaos. Sometimes yeah. one can help each other out, but other times it's chaos. But if you don't know, if you don't, if you're not determined to figure out who is this and what you know, where is this going? As far as just yourself, anybody else that's in the mix is just gonna be crazy. Oh yeah, definitely. I think too, it, it, it also caused chaos and um, issues in any you know the relationship because again, you're you haven't started. A relationship with truly understanding what it is that you like. Mm-hmm. You may think this is what I like, mm-hmm. you know, or I enjoy that the opportunity or the um, um, just the thought of being with someone, mm-hmm. um, but not necessarily being with someone with a plan. Exactly. Like, this is what I am. This is who I am. This is what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, will you be? You know, is that something that you can um, work with? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and also hearing what the other person has to say. Exactly. Uh, because again, if you know, it, it doesn't make. It's difficult. I don't. Want to, I'm not gonna say it doesn't make sense, but it's very difficult to truly be happy if you yourself, you know, you don't necessarily know or have it um, in in the forefront of your mind the things that make you happy mm-hmm. or the things that don't make you happy. Yeah, and I remember, and, and I guess this has a little connection. In my teaching years, I used to, when I taught intro to psych, um, at the end of the semester, part of their exam, final exam, is to tell me the thing that they learn about themselves. Because taking the class itself is kind of like a reflection on how, you know, what type of person you are, what have you, as far as, um, you know, how do you learn, how do you think, and what type of things you love. How do you love? How do you pick a mate? That's all that is in Intro to Psych. That's why I encourage anybody, if you if you took Intro to Psych and you didn't pay attention in class, go back and take a textbook and reread it. It will help you tremendously. And if you did take the class and you forgot, just reread it. So at the end of the semester, I would ask them, uh, what have you learned about yourself? That's part of the final exam. Mm-hmm. So that way, if you can tell me what you've learned, and you know it is something that makes sense from what how you started, how you came into the classroom. Because remember, a lot of these uh, guys are freshmen anyway. Mm-hmm. So they some of them had the the whole high school mentality. Some of them are are still discovering who they are. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things. And this is the best way to really figure out how they learn and how they you know how you pick a mate and that's like that that was mm-hmm. interesting part of the chapter because mm-hmm. a lot of them i remember this young girl 
I don't want to drift off here, but she she was in the classroom and she told me that, uh, and I'm pretty sure some of our, our audience member might be upset at me too when they hear this, but the whole love at first sight business doesn't exist. And that little girl, she was upset at me for days because she, she said she was in a, a, love, a love at first sight relationship. She met him the first time and they were in love and they've been together. I'm like, that's great, but it wasn't love. You know, you had this thing for him. You were infatuated by a certain thing about him. As you guys spend more time together, you grew to love him. But the whole idea, I'm going to die for this person the second I see them type of thing is a little too much. But anyway, you know, we, we, may, we are religious people, but we also, and you know, we also learn about science. But so anyway, let's leave it there. But as far as, as that goes, but knowing about yourself definitely helps you. And you can tell those students who at the end of the semester, because they don't know themselves well enough, they're either not going to pass the class or they're not going to go too far. And those who really took uh, the time to learn about it and really figure out who they are, they'll pass the other classes a lot easier because they not only learn who they are, they won't let certain things distract them and they'll know how to take better care of their studies while they're here and that you know that goes that goes in hand in hand with when you when you um you know when you fall in love uh the type of person you are you already tell the other party this is who i am this is what i'm about you tell me and this is what i want if you can't give me that i'm sorry it can't happen but you know we we sometimes ignore that and then we 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 go based on our infatuation modes, and then we then regret it later on. We get cry, we get upset, and is it because we didn't know? Sometimes we did, other times we don't. But if you really know that you don't know what makes you tick and what you enjoy, it might be a bad idea to jump in another one with someone else because you guys are gonna piss each other off a lot. I like the analogy you used, Pete, where you said for many students. They come to school and oftentimes, because they don't take the time to know the information, they mm -hmm. flunk. Mm -hmm. And those that really take the time, they took the time to study, it was easier for them to truly not only pass the course, but have a better understanding of what it is, mm -hmm. such as love mm -hmm. and you know, this love language. Mm -hmm. Not rushing. <clears throat> for those, of, those individuals who just don't take the time to truly understand it and analyze use analogy to really understand who they are, mm -hmm. they find themselves, like you said, mm -hmm. in those situations where there's friction. Mm -hmm. Not saying that, you know, discussions and not um, agreeing on certain things, those are different. Mm -hmm. But because you have not been able to know who you are, mm -hmm. it causes, but those that haven't understood who they are, there are things in place to say, this is what I am. This, this is what I'm going to accept and I won't. Exactly. And it's already established from the beginning. Definitely. So at the end of the day, it's considered to basically we're just sharing know thyself. At the end of the day, know thyself. Exactly. And 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 if we do, well, the second we do know that, you it, it's gonna be easier for the other person to understand you, because mm -hmm. if you never told them who you are, he's basically trying he's basically trying to figure out who you are wow. as you are. Wow. And you you're gonna get upset a lot because you didn't know you didn't like that. He didn't know you didn't like that, and he did that all of a sudden. And it's not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Because you weren't able to express that. You never did. 
Exactly. But anyway, let's take a quick break and then we're going to get a little further into the different love language and how they can help you or hurt you. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. Again, for those that are just tuning in, um, our topic uh, for today is entitled what is your love language? Mm -hmm. So far, we, we're realizing that um, as simple as it may be, it is really a, um, a topic that really takes time. Mm -hmm. When you really process and you sit down and analyze, um, knowing yourself um, can be, uh, can be put a smile on your face, but can also... Um, really make you sit down and do some self-reflection mm -hmm. and the self-reflection can look at you know what allow you to look at the good the bad and the ugly mm -hmm. um, because you may see some mistakes you've made in the past mm -hmm. that could have been avoided in what well, past relationships um, but moving forward the good thing though about the self-reflection is knowing what you will what you can handle what you can mm -hmm. what you'll accept and what you won't but it also allows um, the other person to hear um, from you because you now there are, there's expectations mm -hmm. that has to be upheld and I think it's important too for those individuals that are able to articulate and share with someone else what it is that they appreciate it's important for you to also take the time to hear um, um, from the other party mm -hmm. what they appreciate and then asking yourself if it's something that you two can work with mm -hmm. and if it will make the situation harmonious mm -hmm. because if it's just one-sided as you said mm -hmm. um, it'll always be issues and chaos and confusion of course and, and one thing I realize as well if now how does it work if both people in a relationship have the same love language because so, there's only five there's, it's only a matter of time <laughs> yeah. I mean because I, I do realize some people can have a combination of it and when you get the results it gives you a percentage it doesn't mean that you can't work you know, some people would be like 35% in one and then the 27 in another that's that's close enough mm -hmm. that would work for them as well but now the thing, the reason I'm asking it because when you read the questions one of them would say uh, I like that this person helped me with something that uh, something that um, that uh, well yeah I would appreciate that somebody this person helps me with something that I needed help with versus um, they give me a gift yeah. or mm -hmm. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Now the person with who doesn't who doesn't mind getting help might also want gifts. So sometimes one would you know, would uh, override the other. But um, the main reason I I'm asking that is that some people, and it, not to put gender roles in a relationship per se, but one person would, would be able to do something, they would be good at something, and the other person is not so good at it. So as soon as they find somebody else, that they, they happen to be with someone who can do the, this mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And so they basically leave it up to the person to do. Mm. But the person can get overwhelmed and would appreciate the help, but does not get the help because you can't, you're not that good at it in the first place. So it makes it, it kind of puts a pressure on the other person. 
Now, my only answer to that is that even if you're not good at it, try to do it anyway or try to offer some help. Maybe in the breaking down of the, of the process, there might be something you can do that might be helpful to the person. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, even if you're not good at something and the other person, you know, they're good at it and it, it might be their strong point, but don't just leave it in their hands, assuming that they got it. Even if they do get it, but the little help, you know, might be helpful because one of the one of the uh, love language is um, what is it? Um, it's something about appreciate. Um, act of service, is it? Yeah, yeah, act of service. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something like that. You do something to help the person, or to you know, just to give them a hand, or you know, it's not because you don't think they can handle it. It's just because you love the person, yeah. so you want to do that to help them out, and that way, hopefully, it does take some pressure off their back. And I think too, you know, the 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 notion of love is a form of service. Exactly. It's not just you know, it's you giving. Um, um, to the other person uh, and then in return mm -hmm. you know it's reciprocated mm -hmm. but the, the key is communication exactly so communication again why communication is important you just shared Pete um, an example of um, someone who may uh, you know may be better off you know they may be strong in one area mm -hmm. compared to the other person and the person may not be as you know as great mm -hmm. but I think then in that situation, the one that who's the one that's not as strong as the other, it's important to um, communicate that with that person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, learn. Okay, what are some things that I can learn from them? And community, you know, be open, mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, you know, um, I, I definitely you know, I want to assist in any way. What can I do?" Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think again, it goes back to being open and, and, and communicating and sharing that. But then also with the communication, you can figure out, you can have an understanding of um, what the person wants. Would they appreciate you assisting them? Mm -hmm. Even if you may not be as strong. Um, uh, in that situation, if you did help, what area would they would they want you to help them with? Mm -hmm. What would you, what are you, what can you tackle on um, that may help them feel comfortable, mm -hmm. um, feel happy? Because again, it is about communicating yeah here's another point now some people because i know some some of our listeners might be listening but you know sometimes i want to help him but he doesn't think there's anything i can do or mm -hmm. she doesn't think there's anything i can do to help but there is mm -hmm. every team need a cheerleader even if you're just sitting down and say something could it could be words of affirmation that would also That's help them it. because the percentage of saying you got this honey you got this bro you got this my boy that also helps them to get better because even if you can't touch anything or physically do anything that can help them but saying something that encourages them also makes a difference and that could also be their love language that would be their love language <laughs> it all comes together exactly it's just it a matter of but the key point is like we were saying communication but they need to know you exactly. need to know because if neither one of you know what makes her feel better or makes him feel better, you guys are gonna go round and round. And it's gonna take a lot more work. It's like you're trying to fix something, so you try all the possible angles for it to work. By the time you get to a 5,000th 5, uh, um, uh, 5, 5, try, 
the per- it, it, it might be broken because you've tried it so many times, it kind of rusts it up and messes it up. So the idea is if you communicate and know right off the bat, it's something that you can do right off the bat. Okay, if I'm changing oil in my car and then, you know, and I need, you know, I might not need anybody to help, but if you're there, you're saying, yo, man, you got this. I, you know, I can say, okay, can you grab a, a glass of water for me to drink because I'm tired? You know, it could be that act of service as opposed to, have physically do something that is in the actual car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're saying, yo, you got it, bro, man. You got it. Is there anything you need me to do? Oh, yeah. You know, anything will be possible because nobody, no team ever say, I want to chill. They might not have one in the sidelines because they didn't want it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I can you know, go ahead and go back to that. You know, let's say somebody's working on a vehicle. Just that act of saying how much you appreciate them working so hard. Mm-hmm. I think everybody enjoys some words of encouragement. Exactly. Nobody wants to hear that. That's your job. You should be doing it. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I I know couples who you know who says uh, who says that this guy needs compliment for taking out the trash. I'm, I mean, he knows it's his job. He's doing it. But can you say, "Oh, thanks, honey"? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I really because if you weren't here, because even if your husband, because sometimes they leave town, they, they have to do something. If they're not here and the garbage is full, you gotta do it. So if you if you if you just appreciate the fact that he remembered to do it, or even if he didn't remember, and I don't forget, whatever it is, as far as it, as much as it, it may seem like it's something small, if it is something that encourages the other party, it is worth saying or worth showing mm-hmm. that you appreciate the person versus just just leave it in the air. Or he knows I care, or he knows I appreciate it type of thing. Because no, he doesn't. Yeah. And for but some, they need to hear it very often. As human, we do need to hear something or see something. That's why some people yes. like gifts. It's not because they have to have it, but knowing that you thought about them. And they feel appreciated. It makes a difference. But it goes back, going back to even that topic regarding the trash. Mm-hmm. Example, the person you out, out of town, you may just give them a call and say, you know, I really miss you being here because I knew if you were here, this would be done. And guess what? That would help the person when they come home, they get, on it. get on it. It is it is such an interesting topic. It, you know, it, it's funny because when we thought about talking about, uh, about this whole Valentine's thing, how do we really relate to it? And... I'm hoping that audience really appreciate this this episode because it's not only we uh, we we took the test so we can give the results mm-hmm. on, in the air, but we wanted to get into it so that everybody would understand the uh, importance of the love language. You know, it's not a myth per se. It's not a myth, period, because everybody has something that really boosts them whether it's their confidence, whether it's boost them physically or mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. we all have that cheer that that, that you know that that, uh, that rises from from the idea of um, you know having someone who cares. Uh, so yeah, so anyway, uh, Ed and I took the test in order to really get on because I, I, although I knew what I was about or how I was before then, before I took the test, I guess that's why I never really pushed because people have told me about theirs and I've heard people talking about theirs. It never really occurred to me, oh, you should go see, you know, what really. So this test, I guess, officialized it. Mm-hmm. After te- after taking the test, answering all, all these questions, trying to figure out, it's not really long. I'm, I'm just kidding, but it's not really long. So if you really feel the need to know 
who you are really as you move forward, try, whether you want to grow your relationship or trying to figure out who you are in life or what your place is as far as an individual in society, just go online, Google that thing and you'll take it because it's worth knowing at least if you answer the questions honestly, I have to make sure I say that. Mm-hmm. Answer the questions honestly. If you have to take it along without anybody around so you can answer, answer honestly, do that. Because it makes a difference when you figure out what that is. Or it could just confirm what you already knew about yourself. You know, as it was in my case, I sort of had an idea already. But by taking the test, it basically uh, confirms that what works for me, my love language, is word of affirmation. Mm. Um, so... That was that scored the highest in all of the other five, all the other fives. So it makes so it you know it, you so basically I guess I, I like compliments. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the idea. So before we wanted to go into it, I just wanted to share with everyone you know this love language, the history behind it. Mm-hmm. And so it says the love languages concept mm-hmm. was created by a gentleman named Gary Chapman, mm-hmm. and he's a renowned marriage counselor. Mm-hmm. After twenty years of him helping. Married couples salvage their relationships. He realized that as people come in all shapes and sizes, so does their personal choice mm-hmm. of expressing love. Amen to that. Amen and so that. It, 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 um, it makes sense, you know, because again, we all differ. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that um, we find to be very helpful and very effective and also true is the different... Um, categories mm-hmm. that each and every one of us may fall into. Some may be a little bit, uh, the percentage may be higher than the, or greater than the other. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, after looking at it, you may look within your own self and realize and say, yeah, mm-hmm. these are some things, this is me. Yeah. All right, Pete. So I know you were saying your results and you were going to share with us. Oh, I did. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mine is worth of affirmation. We're actually waiting for you now. Oh, wow. What is your result? The first one? Okay. Yeah. So, what is your affirmation? The one that scored the highest when you man, took the, the highest. Test. All right. The first one was words of affirmation. All right. And then the second one was actually quality time. Mm-hmm. That was number two. Um, number three was acts of service. Mm-hmm. And um, the last two were the least, which was um, physical touch. Physical touch. And, and receiving, receiving gifts. gifts. Yeah. Those two were my last two as well. My number two were act of service. And uh, th- uh, my third one was quality time. Uh, but I think, it, you know what I realized, though? A lot of the, when the questions, uh, when you answer them uh, versus, versus two things. Because me, I don't necessarily have to touch the person if they're here. Mm-hmm. But their presence makes a difference for me. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it, it really depends on, on which one it goes against. You just have to go deep inside yourself and say which one really, really means a lot more to you than just the idea um, of the person around or them giving you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, all in all, it's, it, it, uh, I really enjoy taking the test itself and hopefully you will too. So another aspect about this um, quiz is that it, it actually made me think of going home and really looking at um, what is truly important. Because mm-hmm. um, with, you know, with the words of affirmation, what is it that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. You know, what really um, makes me happy or keeps me going? Mm-hmm. You know, also with the quality time, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. 
you know, does it mean we have to be active doing things? Uh-huh. Or does it mean just sitting at home maybe watching TV? Uh-huh. Um, I like Jeopardy. Uh-huh. I know. So does that just mean just somebody just being there and just enjoying it with you? Yeah. Um, and I think it's just expressing that. I don't necessarily, like you said, gifts. It's not something that I care too much to receive. Yeah, me neither. But to me, knowing that the highest, the areas that were most important uh-huh. after answering those questions, and being comfortable with knowing that this is some things that I like, uh-huh. it's now going back and really saying, okay, within that umbrella of, you know, within that category, how do I now break it down? Uh-huh. And really understanding and seeing what's important and being able to share uh-huh. and seeing if that would also be reciprocated. Yeah, definitely. And and to just to add to that, especially when you, the part about, I don't care for gifts, but it's not. it doesn't mean that if the person gives me a gift, I don't appreciate it, because I do. You know, because someone make an effort to give it to you. Now, the only difference is I do have to make an effort showing my excitement. That's mm. I think that's usually some sometimes the issue because if I'm giving a gift, I'm like, oh, thanks, I appreciate it. That sometimes doesn't match the level of excitement the person was anticipating. Yeah. <laughs> so they feel like, oh, you don't like it? You sure? So then it, be, it becomes an argument in itself. Mm-hmm. I, I do like it. Thank you. I, and, but, you know, but now if I know I'm getting a gift or I get the gift, oh, you know, I kind of have to boost it up mm-hmm. a little more just so that the person know. And it's not even faking it. It's more like boosting how I'm already feeling because you gave me a gift just so that the person can share that feeling because that's what they're already expecting mm-hmm. so and i think too just going back to what you said mm-hmm. after knowing that they enjoy giving gifts if words of affirmation is mm-hmm. important to them remembering that yes this is what's important to them mm-hmm. and sharing that exactly. so that they now understand because if you just say oh thanks Mm-hmm. They may look at it and say, "Wow, yo, they don't care. They don't. They never wanted it. Yeah, really? That's all you're gonna say? You know? And you may look like, no, that's not. But understanding, I think that's where the two way mm-hmm. conversation comes. Yeah. Is that okay? Knowing that this person is doing this, you know, you now have to, in return, learn and know what their language is. Mm-hmm. What is it that they appreciate? Yeah. And being able to do that because what happens is when you are able to share that and making it a um, uh, uh, um, something that you do on a regular, it's, it's something that you not only practice but live, mm-hmm. it makes the relationship a lot better. Yeah, definitely. It yeah. does, it does. Man. And I think too for our listeners, you know, a lot of people that are celebrating um, Valentine, especially tomorrow, the one gift I think that we can share with our listeners is um, if you have the opportunity, if you've never done it, take the quiz. It's not long. It's really not. Yeah. And I think it's a gift for you rather than just receiving chocolate, teddy bear, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. If this is something that you appreciate or this is something that you're giving, um, you know, at least share, hey, you know, although I'm giving, if you've never done it before, being able to express you know, me yeah. giving you a gift. I know that you appreciate it, mm-hmm. but I also in return appreciate words of affirmation. Of course. And so. if you never took the quiz before, at least I mean, you, you could you could know what you already like. It could either be a surprise for you that you've now found out what you you know what kind of person you are as far as love goes, or you confirm what you already know. So it doesn't yeah. hurt one way or another, you will know more about yourself and then you know as you grow 
mentally and, mm-hmm. and you would be able to develop to be ready for that relationship that you've been looking for or you've been in the whole time. Okay. And I think there's always room for growth. Of course. We're always, always. growing, especially mm-hmm. with love. You know, it's evolving. You're mm-hmm. constantly learning about yourself. You're learning about your partner. Mm-hmm. And so as you're continually doing you know, if you, even if you don't have a partner, just learning about yourself in general yeah. so that as you're growing, um, you not only are positive, mm-hmm. but you're also putting that out there. Definitely. And just as we close, just remember, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. Therefore, it's worth living. Thank you.